0: Hey, everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. This is Katie Sweetman and this is Empowering Astrology. And this week we are looking at the astrology of August 23rd through 29th 2021. So Thank you all for joining me. If you're watching on the live, do say hi. I know we often get uh, familiar faces, and I know a lot of you are clients of mine. Um, And tell me where you're watching from, because I am a nerd for where people are in the world. And for those who don't know who I am, I am an astrologer and psychic medium here in New York City. Uh, I am across the river now in Jersey City. Some of you may know that I recently moved And I was sort of using that for a little bit to to demonstrate what's happening this year astrologically. Of course, we're all living things differently, but this is a time when a lot of things that we never thought would change would change. I never thought I would leave Brooklyn, never thought I would move to Jersey City, yet here I am. But um, yeah, so every week we gather live, sometimes not live, uh, to look at the astrology and to understand that the astrology is the 50% you are the 50 percent the thing astrology just measures time and the energy of time and the archetypical energies of time and then that energy meets you what do you do with it how do you live it of course there's things that you're going to live in a somewhat predictable way this is why you guys email me or direct message me and you're like oh my god like this is exactly what's going on in my life but the thing that you know, differentiates you from other people on this, you know, watching this and listening to this, is that you can make different choices. This is what That's the part that's us. So, um, yeah, I see, again, some familiar faces. Thank you all. Um, I shared some very personal news last week that my mom passed on August 10th. Um, as you can imagine, that's um, a huge loss for me. It'd be a huge loss for any of you, if you've ever gone through that before. But I've I've gotten a lot of support from you all, and it's very heartening um, to know that I have a lot of um, well wishes and prayers and support at this time. Um, We are in Virgo season. Um, The sun went into Virgo yesterday, uh, August um, 22nd, and my mom was a Virgo. She was a textbook, and I feel like she's she's watching on the live, even though she's not here in physical anymore, but she was a textbook Virgo. And, you know, what is a textbook Virgo? Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac. It is is an earth sign. It is the second earth sign. It takes the raw resource of Taurus and sort of the, the, you know, it's this gathering energy in Taurus and it sort of puts it into something. You know, Virgo is craft, it's diligence, it's precision. It's sort of the details that we all need to to do in order to make life run. So, yeah, like my mom was like totally on top of the details, even when it was annoying. But that's something that was uh, passed down to me. Um, And even though I sometimes make spelling mistakes, I'm so sorry, um, I am truly trying to, to live up to this sort of Virgo ethic that was instilled with me and, and Virgo is not just, of course, organization and cleanliness and purification. I know you all live this energy differently. I say you all because we have Virgo somewhere in our astrology, even if you're saying to me, but Katie, I'm, I'm not a Virgo. Well, somewhere in your astrology um, and we'll sh- you know show you where Virgo is getting highlighted in your chart um, in a few moments. But it's a sign that reminds us that we need to sort of get things into a rhythm, into a system. We have to do work, we have to have projects, harvest. I mean, I know this is a very northern hemisphere example, and I know some of you are watching in the southern hemisphere, and you are coming up to spring, and we are coming up to autumn here in the northern hemisphere. But this is the time of harvest where you gather and you prepare your physical life for the coming winter. I love Virgo. I think Virgo is is one of the most underrated signs in the Zodiac. It's sort of this fulcrum that um, makes everything happen. If if you want something done, give it to a Virgo. Virgo will get it done and get it done. Well, it's the sign of duty and responsibility and service. Um, And this is the other thing that I talk about when we sort of get to this season. It comes right after Leo season. And Leo is a very different sign than Virgo. Leo is a sign of the sun. It's bright, shiny, but for that Leo's passion and creativity and joy and sort of the pleasure and, and the genre de vivre of life. So we take that energy of Leo season, that passion and that joy, and we put it into something Virgo the physicality of life. Um, if you do not have passion and joy for the project that you're working on for the, or the work that you're doing, you will slam straight into that earth energy. So it's just a reminder that we always have to do fire before earth. You know, make sure we have good Leo, we have good sun before we do the work of Virgo. And it's probably no coincidence that this time of year is back school, we sort of go back to learning, teaching. You know, Virgo is the teacher of the Zodiac. My mom was a public school teacher for pretty much shy of 30 years. Um, but it's also the nurse. It's also the nurse of the Zodiac. Um, Virgo and its opposite sign of Pisces is the helping and healing signs. And if you have a strong Virgo Pisces in your chart and you're thinking, well, how do I know my chart? Well, you need to know your exact birth date, birth time and birth place sort of creates this blueprint for you to live through and work through through your entire life but um those two signs they are the helping and healing signs so when we are in Virgo season it's a very earthy sign but we have this duality to Virgo season which is through the Pisces archetype Pisces is Virgo's opposite sign and so Virgo is it's earth Pisces is Heaven. So we have to sort of bridge Heaven and Earth when we're in Virgo season. It can't be so practical, Virgo, that it loses its magic. Pisces. It can't be so magical that it loses its practicality. Virgo. We have to find the midpoint. But that's something that we'll talk more about as we get closer to the, we have a Virgo new moon that's on August, not August, September 6th. And then we have a Pisces full moon two weeks later that's in September we're still in August we're wrapping up August so as we start this week um, August 23rd through 29th 2021 uh, we're just coming off a full moon in Aquarius so yesterday uh, August 22nd we had a full moon at the very last degree of Aquarius that's uh, 29 degrees it's sort of the the end of the sign we had this Two weeks or a month before that, we had another full moon in Aquarius. These sort of two full moons in Aquarius, you know, each acting as bookends to that Leo new moon that we had on August 8th. But there was pretty volatile energies in the sky that second week of august that third week of august and even going in to this weekend i know for those of you who are in the northeast of the united states um like i am we had some pretty intense weather this weekend i know maybe some of you i know some of you are in rhode island because you're my clients and we had you know bad um remnants of a hurricane so yeah even the weather can get a little bit stirred up at this time i know we have wild wildfires here in the u.s so yeah we have pretty intense energy and sometimes that even aligns up with intense energies with the physical weather but um maybe this full moon this past weekend highlighted something for you um Though well, I think I forgot to put it in the show notes. Um, I did do a full moon, full moon report uh, on the Aquarius full moon. Because in 2021, it's as if we have one foot in a new life, one foot in an old life. And how, you know, we're feeling that tension between these two lives. And I, and I you know, over and over again, you all say to me in, in, in our 101 on one client works, like, oh my God, like, I feel like I have... One foot in a new life, one foot in an old life this year. And that's really what this dynamic astrology of 2021 is about. So maybe the past two weeks have really shifted something. I mean, I, of course, I'm speaking from personal experience. We all live this in some way. And then here we are in Virgo season. And how do we take the practical steps to maybe go more into this new life. And and we have to understand that the new life, almost like a new operating system, it needs new systems, it needs new pathways and new organization. We just can't, you know, step into a new life. There has to be planning. Virgo works. I love Virgo. My mom would color code everything. Um anyway, sort of getting off track. But that's sort of where we're at right now, and we need to make sure that if we're going to step into something new, that is organized, it's planned, it's color coded, it's we've sort of mapped things out. It's another Virgo trait. It's really good at mapping things out. In theory, of course, every uh, every Virgo is different. Um, as a little side note, Virgo has a connection to Aquarius. Two signs that, on paper, seem very different. Because Virgo, is, uh, da, 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 da. Virgo is a sixth sign. Aquarius is Virgo's sixth sign. Hopefully, you're following me on that intermediate point. So we see that Virgo is really great with systems and network and organizing and and getting the big picture. So what I'm trying to say is that as we start to go further into Virgo season, especially um, going into next week, um, that we are really taking the practical steps in order to make this happen, because this week, especially when we have, let's say moon and Aries, um, like around Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's going to point back towards Mars and Virgo. Yes, Mars is in Virgo. So it's really giving life to the fact that the planet of action and forward movement and drive is also in Virgo. So we're going to feel this need to do something this week. Like, how do we make all these changes real how do we take you know steps that we've been setting in motion or maybe other people have been setting in motion for us and sort of get you know some sort of plan going um but that's sort of the overview of this week um if we look at the astrology of today monday august 23rd Venus and Libra trine Saturn. Um, this is great for creating alliances. Um, you know, Saturn's in Aquarius. Aquarius is about groups and community. It's about our social circle. It's about uh, the larger kind of systems and networks that we're a part of. But this is a great time to reach out to a friend, to reaffirm a partnership, to build alliances, because Saturn is always thinking about the long term and making things solid. Um, and then we go on August twenty fourth, and then we have Mercury opposite Neptune. So, right now Mercury is in Virgo. It will only be in Virgo until the end of August uh, this this month. Um, but Virgo is in the sign. Sorry, Mercury is in the sign that it rules, and you know Mercury in Virgo gives that analysis, that sort of editorial eye, that sort of sharp need to you know, be able to to figure out which things go where. But Neptune is a very different planet. uh, Neptune dissolves the boundaries between this world and the next world. So we don't get quite that sharp vision this week, even though in a way we do. We do have Mercury trying Pluto later this week, but Mercury opposite Neptune is really great for people who are in the creative arts, poetry, photography, fine art, um, music, performance, creative writing, singing, Um, Mercury, Neptune in general are really great for these types of endeavors. But Mercury and Neptune sort of have a little bit of a reputation for illusions and even deception. So we have to sort of see how this energy is playing out for us. Um, Are we getting the creative boost from Mercury and Neptune, the intuitive boost? Because Mercury is voice and communication and thinking and analysis. And Neptune does connect us to the subtle realms. Pay attention to your dreams. Um, By the way, we had Mercury square Neptune off and on from May, June, and July um, during that retrograde in Gemini, Mercury and Gemini back May, June, and July. So maybe something from uh, May, June and July 2021 is coming to a head with the opposition. We will see. Uh, But do make sure that the information you are receiving is correct, that there is no projection, fantasies or illusions. Better yet, use it to write down your dreams, to meditate and to reflect spiritually. Um, And then we have, as I alluded to earlier, this is on the 26th of August, Mercury will trine Pluto this aspect um, Mercury and Pluto it typically is really great at investigation and research and digging it sort of obsessively digs for information it's super hyper focused on the details so we've we got this sort of weird um, two different stories happening this week we've got the Neptune sort of making things a little hazy but then we have Pluto sort of showing us reality so you know maybe we'll see that happen in our, our own way. This week, and then on the same day of the 26th, we have Venus opposite Chiron. So now Venus has been in Libra, I think, for a couple weeks or a week. Can't remember. Life's a little crazy at the moment, um, but it is opposing Chiron. So pay attention to where a relationship is at later this week, um, you know, especially as we go more into Friday and then the weekend, because venus and chiron can sometimes bring up an old issue in it between you and somebody else doesn't have to be a romantic partner it can be some other type of uh connection that you have but you know making sure that a relationship is fair and equitable i think that's something that venus generally wants when it's in libra Chirons and Aries, there's the bravery and the courage to go after our own desires and what we want and maybe you're trying to n- navigate and negotiate something about desire and, and value and worth and um, being taken seriously or standing out for yourself. That's another thing that may come up this weekend, but it may uh, you know kind of hit on a sore spot. Um, and then as we go into the weekend, uh, the sun and Virgo starts to square. The lunar nodes. So whenever I sit down and I look at the astrology of a year, I sort of look at very predictable characters. I look at Saturn; it's a very predictable character. Um, where the eclipses happening, which means where the lunar nodes, because the lunar nodes make eclipses happen, and any sort of other big um, outer planet. You know, in this case, this year it's Saturn square Uranus. So wherever the eclipses are happening. It sort of tells me a dynamic story that's unfolding for the year, you know, if not more, because um, astrology never lines up neat and tidy with the year. Things spill over and intersect and overlap. But we had eclipses in May and June, May 26, June 10th. So when I'm sort of looking at the hot spots for the year, I looked up where the eclipses are happening, and then I look at the halfway mark of the eclipses. And now that the sun is in Virgo, we are at the halfway mark of the eclipses. So just sort of put this on your radar because it could mean that um, the end of August going into September, there's something that has eclipse like energy to it, eclipse like energy. It talks about the milestones of life events, these events that imprint themselves upon us. The decisions and the directions that we have to go and sometimes go very swiftly because eclipse energy can move quite rapidly. There is a sense that doors open and doors close when we have eclipse energy. So when we sort of start to hit this weekend with sun square, the nodes we would say the sun is at the bending right now. You know, time is sort of now we're starting to go to the other side of the lunar nodes or at the midway point between the eclipses. These will be eclipses in November 19th and December 4th of 2021. That's the next round of eclipses. Um, So, yeah, pay attention, especially to any threads that go back to um, May and June with the last round of eclipses. Uh, But, you know, eclipses are not necessarily negative. They're not positive or negative. They're just, just energy. They can line up with new jobs, with the birth of a child, with a marriage, with a move. It's like, again, they sort of talk about the milestones and the events that punctuate or imprint themselves upon our lives. This is just something to keep in mind, especially for my friends watching who are what are called mutable signs. So if you are a Gemini, a Virgo, if you're Pisces, if you're Sagittarius, this energy is getting activated um so that's your look let's let's go to the uh let's go to the signs and just a friendly reminder that i am including timestamps although i am including timestamps for the replay if you just want to You jump ahead and listen to your sign, listen to your partner sign, listen to your best friend sign um, and listen for your sun and rising. Some people like to listen to their moon sign. It's up to you if you're rather new to astrology and you don't know your rising sign, um, you will need your exact birth time and then you can just easily calculate that on the Internet. So simple. These days to get a copy of your natal chart, maybe not though. It was not the case when I was much younger, um, but yeah, let's where's Virgo season for each of the twelve signs, and especially where these sort of eclipse energy is getting activated. So, my Aries, so Virgo is your sixth sign, so this is a time to get back to basics, to get focused on your work. Um Virgo is your sign of health and wellness. So this is a time to really focus on your physical being, your body, how you take care of your body, health and hygiene, make your doctor's appointments, um focus on maybe eating in a way that is going to be more conducive to health. Should that be appropriate for you? Um and of course getting back to you know your work, um, getting organized and starting a project. Maybe you'll see this more um you know we have that that Virgo new moon uh in the beginning of September but you do have Mars and Virgo, so it's a little bit of a workaholic time for Aries at the moment, really focusing on your health or really working a lot to get something done. But use this energy wisely, guard your health. Sometimes Mars can make things uh, a little interesting, um, but that's sort of where Virgo season is for you, Aries. Taurus. So Taurus, by the way, you're coming off of that full moon that we just had um, yesterday, August 22nd, and that put the spotlight in your professional life. Um, So, you know, maybe this week's a little bit different than the previous two, because I think the astrology was a little hot and maybe even a little volatile the um, past two weeks. But Virgo season for you, Virgo is an earth sign. Hey, Taurus, you are an earth sign. So this is sort of a season that complements itself to you. Virgo is your fifth sign of your astrological wheel. So this is a time to get back to what makes you you like, what's your talent? What are are your gifts? What are your abilities? Um, There's certainly a lot of skills and skill set when it comes to Virgo being your fifth sign but gives you the precision and the details that you need to, to do in order to kind of get, create things that you need to create in your life right now. Taurus, um, you know, Mars is also in Virgo. So you know, maybe this is a time that's a little bit more creative and fun or passionate than normal. I don't mean, No, we don't normally think of Virgo as a passionate sign, but it is your fifth sign. So don't forget to sort of get jazzed about something right now, Taurus. Like, get really into the details and in the craft and the precision of something, because certainly um, you could, you know, stand to get down, back down to Earth after all this crazy energy that we've been having in the past uh, couple weeks and even when we, you know, were in Leo season at the end of July. Um and Gemini. So Virgo is what's called your fourth sign. So the fourth sign, the zodiac is about home and family, your roots, your foundation. So as the sun goes through this part of your chart, it's activating again, these eclipses that we were having in May and June. And to be fair, we, we had eclipses back in the end of November, December of 2020, even in June of 2020. So it's sort of this thread that's been weaving its way through Gemini's astrology. But this is a time that's asking you where's home, who's home? You know, where do you want to put your roots down? Focus on your home environment, your living situation. But Gemini, this is a time where you are navigating the I versus the we your needs, your desires versus the needs and desires of another person. There's a big spotlight right now on relationships. This is taking you into the end of the year, if not the new year. Um, so this is sort of a time when you are turning a corner. Maybe you're seeing, um, something happening in your relationship life, your home environment. But um, you know, for you, Virgo, I think it's not Virgo for you, Gemini, I think with all the things that have been going on different than some of the other signs, I think this is your season to sort of focus on your nest, get back to what's important, make sure your inner core, your inner needs are getting um, fed and nurtured. This is a time of nurturing for you. But do remember that the north node is in Gemini will be in Gemini, I guess, through the end of the year. So this is a time where you can't lose yourself. And it's a time of new beginnings is a time of action and forward movement movement and making sure that you have agency in your life. We'll add that mars is also down in virgo and sometimes when mars is in this part of the chart it's a cloud there's there's moves happening there's there's changes in the home environment people are moving in moving out so your home environment maybe is not so calm and settled um just sort of point that out right now um and maybe that's something that you have to surrender to because mercury is your planet mercury is opposite neptune this week so something for you to reflect upon, but again, it's, you know, try to find some calm and peace in the midst of um, some of this astrology right now. Um, Cancer. So Virgo is your third sign and third sign of any zodiac wheel is about voice, communication. How do you speak? How do you listen? How do you learn? So it's about travel so this is a time when you're naturally on the move you've got things to do you've got places to go i realize we're sort of in a weird time at the moment but um it's also a time to focus on education maybe you're taking more classes maybe you're thinking about um your educational needs in general Also, it's about voice and maybe you've got something to say. Um, It's a busy time, a lot of conversations, a lot of information that's going about sort of the sense of needing to analyze and to think and listen and learn. But Mercury, again, is opposite Neptune this week. So just make sure that what you're seeing, what you're hearing is truth. But I will also say that sometimes what we want, because the third sign is about choice, is not always in alignment with the greater good and sometimes we do make choices that are at our detriment so how do you resolve this cancer i mean i know that you're in a little bit of a deeper time at the moment a lot of um heavy emotions coming up needing to take care of yourself body mind and soul so really Be mindful this week of the choices that you're making and make sure you're listening to your inner voice like don't make impulsive decisions. I know Mars is in Virgo. It's all about quick movement, quick choices, quick thinking, quick speaking, Um, but don't discount Neptune because Neptune is one of those planets that is trying to get us to evolve by any means possible, um, often uh, annoying ways. But it sort of reminds us that just because we have free will doesn't mean we're always making the best choices. So just a little thing to meditate and reflect on this week, Cancer. Um, Leo, Leo, uh, I know we're out of your birthday season. I'm, I'm so sorry. It was really interesting um, I know some, some of you my Leo clients some some of you Leo rising there a lot going on in your life right now so Leo is a fixed sign the fixed signs right now are not so fixed there's a lot of things moving in your life at the moment the things that you thought would never change have changed are in the midst of changing Um, That said, you had this pretty intense full moon in your seventh sign um, just on the 22nd of August. Um, Maybe you're still uh, trying to figure things out in a relationship or any relationship, honestly, not just a romantic relationship. And then... it's Virgo season, so for you, Virgo is your second sign. The second sign is about money, income, material stability, material security. So you're really focused on your wallet. You know, how are you earning a living? The the things that you own, the things that you need, you need to physically purchase. Um, food in the kitchen, money in the bank. So it's a, it's a sort of a get back down to um your you know your basic needs at the moment leo and maybe you need to kind of get your feet back on solid ground after let's say the, the heightened astrology of the last four weeks so yeah leo there's just been a lot shaking in your life one of them one of which is career your direction your direction in life um, you know that said you know, Virgos, you, know you are make, making decisions right now about you know, purchases maybe actually making purchases at the moment but just make sure that your relationship with money your relationship with the things that you are purchasing are in alignment with something greater because when neptune is a part of the money story whether it by birth or where it is now in the sky that's what I tell people. It's like, you can make a million dollars, but first, it has to feed your soul. So make sure that you're, whatever you're accumulating and bringing into your life and the resources that you're gathering, yes, it could be a million dollars and just being silly for a moment, but first, does it feed your soul? So this is a need to sort of get back down to what you really value at the moment, Leo, especially after everything that you've been through at the moment. Um, Virgo, Virgo season, happy birthday, Virgo, Um, the sun is in your sign, it's joins Mars, which has been in Virgo, I believe the past two, three weeks. So, you've had, yeah, I think of since the beginning of August, you've had Mars and Virgo. So, Mars either gives you life or it gets you angry. Uh, it propels you forward, it pushes you forward. Um, so, you've got this planet Mars in your sign right now. So, like, what are you going to do with it? Like, what are the choices that you're making? How are you moving forward? Where are you going? in this brand new year of yours i mean certainly the last 12 months have been interesting virgo um and sort of what i've been saying earlier you know for some of the signs but also when i did my overview mercury is opposite neptune you've had neptune opposite your sign since 2011 2012 i know i'm going way back that's nine ten years ago Neptune spends 14 years in a sign, so it's not going to leave Pisces until 2026, 2027. I know that's, again, big, big time, but there's this big, you know, quiet, soul story that's been happening over the last decade for you, Virgo, where sometimes it's not about what you want. And I, I say that in the, in the best possible way. I think Virgo is so used to the plan. It's so used to a plus b equals c but and and using that and using that script and using it well for many years but neptune sort of says a plus b equals a slice of pizza or something else or you know i'm being silly for a moment but that's the thing about neptune is it reminds us that um sometimes things aren't linear linear sometimes things don't make sense from the mind we have to feel, we have to feel things out. So you have to bridge your human self, your human desires and wants versus something greater. So there's been this dynamic tension in the sky over the past decade, but I think that this is, you know, as you come into this new birthday season, it's still there, this story of surrender, um, letting go, tra- transformation. Um, transformation by detaching from the things that you thought were were real for you that were the weird truth but maybe aren't so so truthful anymore. Um, you know that said, um, your know, mercury is opposing Neptune is only going to do that for this week before it goes into Libra at the end of the month. so if if your birthday is now, you're maybe you're feeling this a little bit more at the moment. Um, if your birthday is later in the sign, um, probably around um, like 15th, 16th, 17th. I'm doing this really off the cuff. of the cuff. Um, you're, you're really feeling that Neptune opposition at the moment. But at the end of the day, Virgo is the sign that feels called to serve. And so maybe this is a birthday season where you're sort of recoming back to this deeper part of yourself to serve to help to bridge the divide between heaven and earth so that's sort of this dynamic um, tension that's unfolding uh this birthday season for you virgo um libra so you have venus in libra and you are a libra or libra rising so you do have this boost until i believe it's the um beginning of september um venus will be in libra before going to scorpio and then i'll have a venus return um but right now you do have a a little bit of boost from having venus back in your sign so it's a time of new beginnings new initiatives fresh you know fresh new beginnings Um, and Venus kind of makes you feel yourself a bit more, you know, kind of amps up the charm, sort of puts on a little bit of the glamour and the beauty, but it helps you to connect and interact and socialize. That said, Virgo is your 12th sign. And the 12th sign is the last sign of anybody's astrological wheel. And so this is part of your time in your personal calendar, Libra. Or the sun has now is in that last stretch before going into Libra, which it will like around the 21st 22nd of September. Um, So this is a time to go within. It's to let go. It's to reflect. Know that you are sort of looking back at the previous 11 months. What worked? What didn't work? And you're in a little bit of a liminal space this moment. This is why sometimes that you know few weeks before somebody's birthday, it's a little weird. It's a little funky. We feel a little bit emotional. We have to sort of ask ourselves deep questions. We get a little existential. Um, but you know, with Neptune in what's called your sixth sign, um, you know, Libra. By the way, you're something called a flip chart you're having to sort of bring the magic into your day to day life, but also get structured and grounded with your spiritual life. I know that seems a little bit antithetical. But this is a time when it's, you know, you have to get Virgo about the non physical world, your spirituality, your, your intuition, um, your spiritual health, your spiritual service, and then also focus on your physical life, your physical self, and also how you, sh- you show up to serve at this time. But there is a you know, this kind of story that's happening about surrender, Um, you you know, Mercury will leave Libra at the end of August, but this is all you know, in advance of the sun going into Libra in September. So use this time well to reflect to go within to prioritize your dreams and your intuition, you know, write things down, Maybe you're getting little like, take it, you know, little little downloads of things. Um, That said, you know, you do have Venus in your sign, so you have the sense of like, oh, I'm I'm moving forward. It's a new beginning, but you still got that foot in an old life. Scorpio. Virgo is your 11th sign, Um, the 11th sign is about your social circle, your community. It's about your friends and your the networks and systems that you're a part of. So this is you're now arcing towards the end of your personal astrological calendar. It's a time to reach out to network to build your community to um, check in on the resources, um, the social resources, That you have available at this time, maybe lean on friends, and maybe your friend needs to lean on you. But this is also a time when you are looking outward towards the future. Um, Again, you've sort of, you know, Leo season for you. Scorpio was your um, your career sign, you know, the highest sign in your astrological wheel, and then now you're sort of coming off that time and preparing for the next cycle, then you get to Libra season, Libra season is the time to go within before Scorpio season. That's just where the natural rhythm of this time of year for your Scorpio. So with Mercury opposite Neptune this week, also, there's this tension between who are you and where does that fit in with the greater whole? Like Where do you belong? Who are your people? Who are your what's your groups? That you belong to, and how do you make sure that you are maintaining who you are—the the sort of this, the realness of who you are? But um, you know, Scorpio, you—you you are a sign that already is quite intuitive, so maybe you are feeling this time more strongly. Mars, your planet, is also in Virgo, so you're sort of arcing towards another end of a cycle when you are again looking outward because like the sun is in the same sign as you so maybe you're in the spotlight a little bit you know the sun is giving life to that mars um, but this is more about your social causes the the service that you do out in the world um, the communities that you are a part of social causes, humanitarianism. So this is a big picture time for you, but of course, make sure you are um, spending time with friends as you strategize and think um, about the future. Um, Sagittarius, have think about that for a second so sag virgo for you is your tenth sign so at this point in the astrological calendar your astrological calendar the sun is now in the highest point in your chart so the next um four weeks until about the 21st 22nd of of september it's about your professional life um whether it's prioritizing and focusing on your professional life um, Getting a new job, going off in a different direction, really focusing on what work and projects and the service that you are a part of in the greater world. Um, And this is a time when Mars is there too, so you are really motivated and inspired to focus on your ambitions also focus on your responsibilities and that's the thing i think that you know sagittarius it's ruled by jupiter and, and jupiter energy sometimes is a little bit of a reputation about being like someplace else you know always traveling someplace going someplace so this is the season when you have to get back to the the matters at hand the things that you really need to focus on and to prioritize so it's, it's work time for you, Sagittarius, um, and then you have Mercury, which is a, is a career planet for you. It's a relationship planet for you. So something might be going on in your professional life or with a relationship this week. As Mercury opposes Neptune, make sure you are seeing things for what they are, but also have compassion, surrender, forgive, let go. Um, But, yeah, this is a time when you're really preparing for whatever that next step up is in your professional life this week. Um, Capricorn. Capricorn, um, I will say that outside of the astrology of this week, you've been in a little bit of a tight spot. Saturn, your planet, has been in a um, pretty tense square to... Uranus all year long, so maybe Virgo season for you, Capricorn, is a time when you need to figure out what do you believe in, what is your truth, what are your convictions, what are the things that you are ready to stand up for. Mars is also in the sign, so this is a time when you also may have some opinions. Um, Mars is never short on opinions, especially when it's in the ninth sign. Um, but there's a, a strong sense of fairness and equity and um, justice. Um, but there is a deeper story around faith that's happening right now, Capricorn. After everything that you, how you've been through, and to be fair, this goes back a decade. After everything you've been through what do you still believe in you know with mercury up there in virgo mars in virgo neptune down in your third sign this is you're really having a little bit of an existential crisis at the moment and really doing the deep work and searching within and maybe you need to do that because a lot of the things that you maybe thought wouldn't change and move are changing and moving this year capricorn but Virgo for you is your ninth sign. It's an earth sign. It's an energy that's very comfortable and familiar for you. But it's a time to really look out into the world, um, travel if that's something appropriate and safe for you at the moment, um, because this is also your your sign of journeys and foreign travel. Um, But you are preparing to sort of enter as you go into Libra season. This will be later in September, of course. You're arcing at the top of your chart. The ninth sign is also about higher education and also just really having to do more focal, focused uh, types of education. So maybe you're doing a lot of study, a lot of classes, um, things that are more supportive towards your career ambitions at the moment. But it is a it is a season that's a little bit more far-reaching in its in its vision. To, but I think that there's something. That, that talks about choice at this time for you and sort of the choices that you've been making, the choices that you need to examine, like where are these choices coming from. And Neptune does talk about surrender and sort of making sure that the choices that you are making are in alignment with something greater than yourself. Aquarius. So you just had this full moon in your sign on, on August 22nd. So, the spotlight is still on you. Typically, it takes a couple of days for the energy of the full moon to wane um, its influence. Um, so, this has been such a big time for you, Aquarius. And you, like I said, you this is what that was the second of two Aquarius full moons. So, you sort of got that double hit of things, you know, in July and then in August. And then with Saturn, your planet, um, square Uranus all year long, um, pretty sure life in January 2021, heck, January 2020, um, January 2021 um, does not is not how life looks now. There's a lot of changes that are happening in your home environment, your living situation, the people in your home, but it's also time when you have to really get back to your needs. Uranus is at the very bottom of your chart. It's not turning everything upside down for the sake of turning everything upside down. It's doing whatever it's doing. You know, everybody has a you know, different life um, because it's trying to get you to really get out of the things or the situations that either imprison you, keep you small or inauthentic, don't feed you, don't support you and don't, don't nurture you. So maybe there's been a big move because you have to now plant yourself in a, in a place that actually fits you, supports you and nurtures you. This, of course, can look very different for for other Aquariuses, but sort of that the the base of your chart, the the, the roots of your chart are shaking at the moment. And your living situation may look very different by the end of this year, if not beyond that. So really take good care of yourself right now, Aquarius. Um, You know, Virgo for you is... Wait, wait for it. We're... (laughs) Where is Leo Virgo Virgo for you is your, I have to do some backwards gymnastics. Virgo for you is your eighth sign. So this is a season where you're having to face yourself. Um, when you get to the eighth sign of any astrological chart, you are entering what I call the eighth room, the space that we all have to go to, to, to look at ourselves. And sometimes that's not easy. We have to do the deep work, we have to examine, we have to, um, it's even our emotional health and our emotional well-being. I always say, uh, have a guide for the eighth room. Do not do the eighth room by yourself, whether this is a counselor, a psychotherapist, somebody who's appropriate for that role. Because when you, you know, you're living life, capital L life at the moment, and a lot of emotions are coming up. So what's the situation, who are the people that are going to help you navigate this time, so that when you get to the other side in Libra season, it, you, you have the maximum uh, emotional and alchemical you know, transformation that you need at this time. But it's also about finances, money, wills, assets, financial planning, um, debt, wealth. Um, there is a money aspect to this, but um, the Eighth Room shows us that wealth can be both physical and non-physical, and that wealth um, can really only be accessed when we do the inner work. Um, Pisces. Last but not least, Pisces. Um, Yeah, we just had that full moon in Aquarius. I just kind of quickly mention that because that's your last sign, and it highlights a story that's been happening since 2020. This need to, well, not just this need, but coming to the end of a great chapter of your life, needing to divest yourself of the things that you just don't need to be attached to anymore. It is not an easy situation. You are a water sign Pisces. Water signs are driven by emotions. And so how do you detach from stuff when you might still have that emotional connection to things? So it's not easy at the moment, but it's it's internal work, internal reflection. Um, letting go, sometimes that letting go is physical. You know, sometimes the joke that I make, uh, Pisces is sort of in this room filled with the boxes of the last 30 years, and they need to sort of go through everything and think about what they um, are bringing with them when when Saturn actually does leave the, the 12th sign in 2023, because when Saturn does that, it's with you. It's with you for the, for. The, for it's hard to get rid of something when it's manifested into the physical, than when it's still something um, energetic or emotional and non-physical. That said, Virgo season for you, Pisces, Virgo is your relationship sign. So the spotlight right now is on other people in your life. This can mean your primary relationships. It could be a romantic partner, a marriage, um, you know, that that one is like that one on one connection. Because when the sun is in this part, of the chart, you know, it's about what other people need. It's not exactly about what you need and you have to negotiate. You have to do the interaction. You got to figure out what's the situation, what's the solution that's going to benefit everybody at the moment. But with Mars and Virgo, um, relationships are a little hot and testy at the moment. I just say this because Mars is not known for negotiation. It's not known for finding the balance. It can sort of just push buttons and shoots mouth off. So if something is a little hot and testy in your personal life right now, Pisces, it may take um, into September for that energy to calm down. Um, But it's sort of like it's a time to focus on relationships. But I just also wanted to highlight some of the things that are happening behind the scenes um, on a larger frame of time Pisces. So that is your look at the astrology of August 23rd through 29th, 2021. always like to see some familiar faces at this time thank you all again for your kind thoughts and words and condolences um in my life i really do uh, deeply appreciate it and um yeah really thinking a lot about virgo uh, energy as we go into this season so let's all you you know do it well in this time of our life so Again, that is your look at the astrology of August 23rd through 29th, 2021. My name is Katie Sweetman. This has been Empowering Astrology. You can follow me online at Um, EmpoweringAstrology.com. Many of you are my clients. I'm available for consultations. Go to my website, um, book a consultation. Um, Also, you can watch the replay for those that are watching on IGTV. I'm on Instagram. Um, YouTube. uh, You can listen on Spotify if you want this as a podcast. So thank you all for joining me again and again. Have a wonderful week and I will see you all next week. Bye.